Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Hi, welcome to today's Articulate Podcast. Today I'm talking with Connor McGarry, CEO and co-founder of Rendodo. How are you doing, Connor? Hi, Ron. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. No problem. Now, before we start, tell me a bit about your background so you know who you are. Uh, yeah, so my background is in property and finance and digital marketing. Um, I've been working in Dublin for about 20 years. And during COVID then, um, I kind of, uh, you know, wanted to kind of go out and do my own project. Um, so... I was thinking about the kind of rent dodo concept for a long time, a kind of a platform for renters and property managers. And um, I thought COVID, you know, presented a good opportunity to kind of have a, a change in career and start something new. So um, I, I started that uh, during t- 2021. And uh, yeah, here we are today. And what does rent dodo do? Okay, so rent dodo, it's uh, we're an Irish prop tech startup and we're looking to transform the rental process here in Ireland. Um, and we're doing that through our flagship product called TenantCert, which is uh, streamlining rental applications for tenants and property managers. Um, we're looking to make the process of applying to rent properties, share background information, pre-screen applicants, easy and secure for everyone involved. So RentDodo is not just for one particular side of the process, it's for everyone, tenants and property managers, which would include landlords, letting agents, and assumed to be released feature for room hosts. Um, so the idea is at the moment, there is no technical solution for kind of applying to, to rent a property. And uh, Rentodo kind of fills that gap. There are places to advertise a property to rent. There's property management software for managing an ongoing lease or rental agreement, but kind of getting from the stage of having a hundred applicants down to one person signing a lease, there's no technology there really that, um, helps the both tenant and the property manager to uh, to kind of go through that process. And yeah. that's where rent auto fits in. And I guess basically when people uh, use the platform, if, if you're a tenant looking for someone to rent, fill in the, using your product and fill in the form in online, the, uh, the landlord or let agent is able to whittle down quickly who to think is relevant. Yeah, so th- that's our tenant start feature. Um, so it's to help tenants uh, when they're applying to rent a property it's an easy, secure way for them to share their pre-letting information uh, when they're applying to rent a property. They can either apply through RentDodo, where there's an existing property in RentDodo, or through a third-party platform, whether it's social media, um, a search directory, or WhatsApp. They can have unique links to their tenant cert, and only one person has access to that with a, a one-time passcode. Um, it avo- avoids, like for the tenant, it avoids them having to upload or email documents repetitively, allows the tenant to keep track of who they have shared their information with, and it's designed to standardize the information collected when applying to rent. At the moment, there is no standard in the industry, um, neither from the RTB, from the Data Protection Commissioner, uh, and all the letting agents and everyone else involved. There is no standard to kind of the information that's collected when you're looking to pre-screen someone. There is dark guidelines around, you know, the amount of information you can collect, the kind of information you collect, and that's within GDPR guidelines. But uh, in terms of actual for the rental sector, there's no template. So tenants are fills that need. Um, so most importantly, it allows the tenant to control who has access to the data, and then they can disable access to their data at any time with any individual letting agent they've shared with or landlord. And they can see how many times it's been viewed and stuff. 
So the, what, what, what's inside the tenant cert then is where we have this standardized uh, kind of set of data. It verifies the tenant's phone number and email address. Uh, it verifies their ID using live selfie scanning technology. So you take a snapshot of your driving license or passport, and then you have a live selfie. A lot of banking tech, a lot of banking apps use that now, like Revolut, for instance, yeah. would use that. Um, so we've, we've implemented that technology so that the user is verified. Um, and then it also verifies the tenant's income using open banking technology. And that's a first for Ireland. Um, so a lot of, like, you know, say certain banking apps like Revolut, again, are using open banking to connect with other banks. We decided to use that technology to kind of scan people's uh, bank accounts and verify their income without having to divulge to the property manager, the landlord or, or, or letting agent what their bank statements look like, what their employment is, uh, whether they're full-time, part-time, self-employed, you know. So we, we kind of cut out a lot of those kind of um, unnecessary kind of, you know, pieces of data that you know, people will collect and then they might, you know, be biased towards people are self-employed, biased towards part-time people, et cetera. So um, we, what we do is we ask the user to verify their income and then on the tenant or on the letting agent side, they will see a score against the property. So if the property is, say, for rent of 1,000 euros and the person's income is 3,000 euros, they'll have a score of 33% or they'll be in the 30% bracket. Yeah. So that bracket comes from the Department of Housing's guidelines. So we're bringing that into the system as well. So that's a first for Ireland um, income verification. Um, we scan six months of history using open banking. We delete the data after it's been verified um, so that we don't hold on to any banking information or anything like that. Um, and then also inside the tenant search, the user can upload references. So references from employers, from, from landlords, um, you know, maybe a university or something like that. And then they include upload their past rental history as well. So all that information is stored and then they can share that you know, as the need to apply for somewhere, they don't have to kind of re-upload at all. You know, it's just it's, it's ready to go in one in one uh, in one place on the rent order platform. Uh, on the property manager side, it's great for them for the property manager because it streamlines streamlines data collection. So rather than having to input this information into a spreadsheet or into a piece of software, it's already there. The data entry is done, and it's standardized data, um, and it allows landlords then to easily keep on top of their GDPR obligations. So if you if the landlord has a property on rent dodo and then they get a hundred applications in, we say, um, after the property is let, access to that person, all those hundred people's information is automatically switched off after 30 days it expires. Yeah. So what you have is, you know, say at the moment you put an ad online or on social media or something like that, prop, room to rent or property to rent, you'll end up with a mailbox full of people's personal data. You'll end up with a downloads folder on your computer full of your know, personal information. And, you know, is anyone auditing that in terms of like, you know, is it being properly removed because after you've used the data, you're meant to dispose of it, you know, to keep, you know, um, uh, kind of to meet your GDPR obligations. So what Rent Auto, do, Rent Auto platform does is it makes that a lot easier for, for the property manager. And um, yeah, so. Well, to me, it. to me, it said like, because the, uh, the person is, is applying, if they apply for like 10 different agents, agents, whatever, to rent somewhere, They've got mm. to send data to ten different people, and they're not sure where the data is going to be used or stored. Yeah. And also, if you're if you're a letting agent and you're getting all applications, if all the data is pulled from somewhere else on on like your platform, they don't have to worry about GDPR because the data is all stored in one secure place. We don't have to, we, yeah. we look at it on the platform; it's online, not downloaded to our system. So we know that we're co complying with GDPR, 
And they'll yes. sit out and with the renter as well, they can say, well, this is a great, I don't have to worry about my data being hijacked or stolen. I know it's somewhere safe. Yeah, exactly. Um, like for instance, with the, with the passport verification, like if we verify someone's ID using a passport or driving license, we don't hold on to that passport or driving license. We just say to the landlord or letting agent, this person is verified, yeah. you know, their ID has been verified and we give them the data is verified. So we're giving them a piece of information they need, but without having them to handle the data. Also, when, when, when the property manager opens up someone's tenant search to see what's inside it, there's no download. It's all just viewed on the screen and yeah. then once they close, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's not, it's not saved onto a computer. So we've kind of thought of all of these things to minimize the kind of data, you know, handling, um, obligations for, for property managers. Yeah. And then of course, for pre-screening purposes, it's great because it allows them to kind of hone in on who they think might the best candidates be in terms of references, rental history, and um, you know, um, verified income. And, um, you know, so it, it allows them to, to kind of zoom in on, you know, their kind of short list of preferred applicants to bring forward to a viewing. Um, yeah, and to me also, when you mentioned about the fact that you verify the person by the passport documents, to me years ago, if you're applying for something, they ask you to send a photocopy of your passport driving license. And, yeah. and, you'd, and you'd be worried, who else is going to see this? Whereas with your system, that's not going to, it's verified once and that's it. And the person that's uh, actually going to be uh, renting the room won't ever actually see this, which is yes, which, which is great. So the, you feel more reassured that your data is not going to be abused or used with somebody else. We would, um, uh, I suppose, at the, at the pre-screening stage, it won't be seen. I suppose when it comes to say signing a lease at that stage, you usually attach the photo ID and stuff, but that, that's kind of when you're down to the last candidate. Yeah. But certainly when you've a hundred passports coming into your mailbox, you know, it's, it's, it's eliminating that issue for the property manager. Um, we, but what, uh, there's a double side to the, the flip side to this coin is we're verifying everyone. We're verifying property managers as well. And certainly, you know, and we can go on to talk about this in a minute, you know, letting agents are regulated, um, you know, the PSR numbers and they're regulated by, by that authority. Um, landlords, you know, have to register leases through the RTB. Um, we will verify their identity. We will, and then room host, which is, you know, flat sharing, renting out the spare room, which is a, a, a very much a gray area, um, a very unregulated um, part of the, the, the sector. We're going to verify those, those room hosts as well. And this is where we're going to get into now talking about, you know, avoiding rental scams, you know, avoiding yeah. you know, fraudulent actors in the, in the sector, which has become a problem. It's probably what always was a problem, but it's even a more acute problem now because with this kind of demand supply imbalance, huge pressure on people to find a place to live, you know, lack of supply, lack of availability. There is a, a rise in the amount of, you know, incidents where people are being scammed out of say deposits um, uh, so if we can verify room host identity it will hopefully discourage those actors from using our platform and then the, the question we'd like tenants to think of is if you're not using rent auto have you got something to hide you know yeah. so um you know we, we try and we try and force um a change in the industry there to to help eliminate fraud and, and, and scams because some of fraud normally happens during the, during the end of the summer when people are going back to college university or somebody's coming over on holiday for, for a two-week holiday in the van somewhere and everyone's paid this person is at the pod and suddenly you get 10 people turning up. Oh, this is my house. Yeah. No, this is my house. This is my apartment. Yeah. And you nearly have more rights as a consumer. You know, certainly your rights are more kind of um, easier to understand, say, if you're buying a newspaper. 
or so, say you're, you're 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 renting short-term accommodation like yeah. on airbnb uh, you know you're renting a holiday home for a weekend you know, you have you have recourse on any payments made you know and 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 any issues with the the room host whereas with full-time residential lettings there's very little recourse and uh and it doesn't seem to be any great urgency you know the guardy obviously you report to the guardy but you know it's the rtb doesn't want to t- touch kind of ad hoc room rentals um and the guardian you know, have their hands full you know there's no dedicated um kind of solution for this so we're hoping that we can tackle that issue in the gray market and the room sharing space specifically that verify everyone and then hopefully that discourages you know scammers from that um yeah can you might have some scenario with the guard do you think i don't want to fill in all this paperwork just for a small yeah, little yeah. scam because they think oh it's only 500 euro a thousand euro and the paperwork for that whereas if it was a scam that's worth millions they're happy to fill the paperwork in because they know yeah. it's gonna it's gonna look a better on their thing look at look at this big arrest i made it's much yeah. money I got back, whereas if you say, "Oh, I say seven thousand euro," it doesn't like it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Well, some of the scams, um, these deposit scams, are they're going like ten, twenty thousand euro. Yeah. Um, some of the recent ones where some you know scam artists will rent a place, say you know maybe through Airbnb, and then put it up on a different portal, and say, "Yeah, you know." please turn up with your deposit and people are desperate to find a place to pay the deposit but he's gone with 10 different people's deposits over the one weekend and then he's gone out of the country um so that that sort of you know kind of that's pretty serious type of scamming going on so you know hopefully we can help eliminate that so if if a tenant is using the rent auto platform and then they see a room to rent you know through a room host that they're connected with on the platform they can see that, that person's verified yeah um, so hopefully that will help um eliminate the, the and also, I've seen ads where someone's put up a, a, a advertisement for someone to rent, and she photographs of, of this lovely place. But when you get there, it's not the yeah. photographs that you've seen, and that's the most annoying thing. Yeah, um, I know. Um, I suppose the, the, there is no technology to verify the ownership of a room or the ownership of a property, and um, and we would, you know, so, um, kind of, you know ask tenants you know look for proof you know look for uh, some of the best proof you can ask for is like a revenue local property tax receipt a ber cert number because uh, you can you can verify that against a third-party database you know and it's a you know it's a true government authority or a pass rtb lease reference number and um, utility bills you know maybe to on, on a second level and then of course you know when it comes to signing the lease you know when you are the successful applicant you know, you should look for the room host or the landlord's ID photo yeah. and, and um, make sure you get a copy of that. Um, and then there's little tips like, you know, checking the keys, working the door, you know, some stuff like that. And um, that, uh, um, you know, just helps kind of give you peace of mind. Um, when you're, um, yeah. And also, I guess, make sure as well that when you sign up somewhere that the, you can get all the utilities signed into, into your name. And you don't find yeah. that it's someone else's name, and you suddenly you landed with a big bill from the last person living there. Yeah, yeah. Get your your meter readings as of the date you know you're moving in, uh, and switch them over into your name from that particular meter reading. Yeah, because um, that to me is exactly. the worst thing when you when you have a scenario you go walk in and then suddenly a week later, she is big bill, bill come in and you're going to be cut off and she pay you. Hold on, I, I've only been here a week. Why am I paying this? And it's because last person scamming the. And of course, at times the landlord might mightn't care because it's not my problem. Yeah. Um. Exactly. So, um, 
No, that's 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 the verifying the kind of ownership of the property. There, there's it's very difficult to do for someone. You know, there, there's lots of different databases you can look at. There's no kind of straightforward way to do it. Um, again, another area that needs a technical solution, something that Auto is looking at. Um, so that we want to be able to kind of verify the user, but verify their connections to the property as well, yeah. particularly with room hosts, um, which would should be kind of a, a, a feature to help eliminate fraud. And you recently launched a new product called uh, Tenant Cert. Can you tell me a bit more about that Tenant Cert? Yeah, the, the Tenant Cert is the, um, the 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 feature that helps the tenant um, apply for properties. Um, as the standardized set of data that they can share with um, you know, the property manager. That's what contains all of their kind of free letting information. Um, so that's their verified ID. Um, we, we, we tell the, the property manager if that has been verified or not. And um, the verified income, and then importantly, verified phone number and email address. And then they can also upload references, past rental history. And then we're, we're expanding it all the time. You know, we're going to include lease preferences, you know, whether you might have. Um, pets whether you have dependents you know um things like simple things like you know your preferred move-in date you know um your preferred kind of lease the duration and, and things like that so um what we want tenants are to do is help eliminate bias as well so it's not just about making it easy for tenants to rent but also help eliminate bias you know where people are you know, choosing people based on certain maybe employment background, racial background, you know, other things like that, where there could be bias. Obviously, it's, it's impossible to eliminate bias, but we would like, you know, tenants are to be certainly, you know, trying to help with that issue and, and make it easy for people to kind of, you know, apply on a level playing field. For instance, you know, you can verify your income. We don't ask you for your employment type, you know, where you work, you know, just the stories of, you know, someone who works for a big, you know, multinational, um, you know, as opposed to someone who's working for some local business, you know, they might go with the big name rather than, you know, the lesser known name, you know, as an employer, I'll, I'll choose that thing. So we, we, we don't ask for that information. Um, the other thing we don't ask for as well, which come up, um, and this has been raised in the media a few times as well in the past year, we don't ask for PPS numbers and we don't ask for date of birth. Um, and you know the data protection commissioner has given some guidelines and um, information you can ask for and not ask for and asking for a pps number is is not necessary at the application stage yeah. um it's 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 nearly not lawful according to the data protection commissioner okay to register a lease with the residential tenancies board the landlord will need the tenant's pps number then but um and he usually gets entered in on the lease document but up to that stage, you don't need someone's PPS number. So that's just, you know, something that tenants don't shouldn't be required to share. And um, I don't know in, in today why people ask for PPS number, and um, because everyone can get a PPS number now. Yeah. You know, if you once you have a work visa and a work permit, you know, and you're working here, you can get a PPS number. You know, I think you know, if you're born here, you get one the day you're born. So like, I mean, it's not really a, a you know, I, I don't know how people feel it's something that you can filter against. And then date of birth as well. So that's, again, it avoids any sort of maybe, you know, age bias. Um, it's, it's not necessary information. Uh, and because we don't reveal the copy of the passport or driving license at the application stage, we just verify them, that's hidden. So that, that information doesn't get shared. Yeah, because I think that PPS number and date of birth are things that can be used to uh, 
Yes. Create fake ID. Yes, correct. Um, you know, and it's just it's just a, an abuse of people's data. It's not necessary. And um, it doesn't tell you anything about them. Um, I, I, you know, unless you actually want to do something illegal with it, you know, there's no need, need to ask for it. No, because I look at that, and there's two things when I'm looking for creating fake IDs, PPS number, and and and, that, and then from that, you can actually easily go and Google certain and find a photograph, because I guarantee if you look up my name or your name, it will appear somewhere. Yeah. And then you can get yeah. that photograph, and then you can say, oh, there's a photograph there, I'll just use that to go with it, and then you can create ID yeah. based on that. Yeah, you can um, yeah, scan someone's you know, LinkedIn photo or something like yeah. that. Use that as the path before. But, um, yeah, so there's, there's, we're asking for the right amount of information to allow the property manager to make an objective decision about who they want to bring forward to a viewing, who they might feel you know is the right person to rent their property to without asking for excessive amounts of information, without asking for information that might you know create a bias you know in terms of who to select and things like that. Um, so it's just trying to level that playing field for, for tenants uh, and make it more um, standardized and more transparent. Because I'm looking right now, property tech has changed so much over the years. Like years ago, it might be just a website where you can go and view property. And yeah. now it's gone to say of, of it does what you're doing. And suddenly in five years' time, you'll see AI machine learning involved as well. So it's good. It's always evolving. Yeah, it's, um, I, it's look, at, there is a, a need. Like why, why should we kind of, you know, digitize these things? Like if we look at, you know, 20 years ago, you could book a hotel you can book a flight, you know, now you can buy your insurance, you can pay your taxes, you can, you can do everything online, you know, and yeah. Revolution is a great example of where to push the banking sector into that, you know, to digitize the banking sector. So the rental sector is still very much, you know, in kind of doing, you know, the, the processes are still very old and antiquated, you know, they're opaque, they're inefficient, you know, you, you put up your ad to rent a property, and then you end up with a mailbox full of applicants and then you have to go and phone them or email and it's, and then all that data has to be extracted manually, has to be cleaned up manually. And then, you know, you're texting or you're phoning. There's no, there's no clear way about how to invite someone for a viewing. We have a viewing booking system in our, in our website so you can set up viewings. Um, and then, you know, the amount of data you're asking. But there's no clear process. From one letting agent to the next, it's different. From one landlord to the next, it's different. Um, and renters will notice. Um, so there is a need to digitize that um, and standardize it um, and bring it into the 21st century, like, you know, so many other kind of important day-to-day -day services we use. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about 25 years ago or so, if you're booking somewhere online in rent or somewhere over the phone, they'd ask for maybe a credit card or, or debit card, de credit card details, and you're giving somebody over the phone your details, credit card details, yeah. and you know how it's going to be Whereas now, when it's digitized, you know it's safe and secure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we've come to trust the internet and technology a lot. And you know, your big business, like say, you know, you look at Ryanair, we're one of the first to kind of really push everyone towards using the website, you know, whatever, over 20 years ago. Um, you, they can't afford now to kind of slip up in terms of how to handle people's data and payment information because, you know, their brand is built on that website. So there is trust there to be earned for different sectors in digitizing um, and we hope that rent dodo will kind of satisfy that need yeah and if you're also using a platform like for example paypal some of us well known the platform for payment systems they know we can trust these guys because they're using the brand we know so we know our data yeah. is secure yeah exactly yeah. that's, that's me, what... the worrying thing when you have that we have a scenario where 
you go into somewhere and it gives you this, oh, we use this world pay system, which you never heard of. Whereas yeah. if you go for oh, we've heard of Stripe, we've heard of PayPal, we've heard of this, we've heard of that. Or mm. it, it might say, oh, we're going to go, Beta is going to go and confirm this. Could you open your, your phone app uh, of your banking yeah. app to make sure that, that it's you, which is great. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. Um, we one of the new features we hope to bring in is um, we'll have a lease wizard, so you'll create a digital lease, uh, and then you'll make a payment through um, uh, the deposit payment. You know, we will be using kind of you know, kind of payment partners there. You know, that are reputable and giving people you know, you know kind of trust in in the process. Um, at the moment, taking uh, you know cash to a, a a landlord or an agent or a check or you know a bank transfer even uh, or whatever it is you know just you know and having to manually go walk into the branch to lodge it like that's that's kind of you know nearly that nearly sets off alarm bells now you yeah know, rather than processing it online and if you're going to a to a viewing and you're bringing a, a, maybe a thousand euro cash you're worried about carrying so much cash on you yeah, yeah completely unnecessary and, and very dangerous yeah and I've seen that when, when, when you're actually someone's I'm going to view somewhere and I'm getting loose to go to bed. And you're on this little and thinking, yeah. how safe is it where you're going? And do you know that the area and all that? Do you want mm. to walk around with, with that? Unless you've got something with you to, to look after you and make sure you're okay. And yeah. friends come along with you. You haven't got that. You're thinking, okay, I'm walking here with over, over a thousand plus euro. And I don't know if I get there, but it's going to be a scam or not. What's going to happen? You have no idea. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... There's definitely, you know, technical solution for these uh, problems, and um, yeah, that's where Rent Dodo is, is uh, looking to, to solve these issues. Yeah. Well, I guess as you as you're the, you're the first guys who have done this, I guarantee you, as soon as you got other guys coming in trying to c- compete against you, and you've always got well, to make sure you, you're you're ahead of the game. There is, um, you know, there's some there is some software out there, like there's, there's software in America that you know for handling rental applications and. Uh, you have to do credit, um, history, you know, credit score checks, yeah. you know, criminal background checks, but but you can't do those in Ireland, n- not without great difficulty, and and even some of them, you, you it, it's actually have to be you know go to a court maybe or or, or guard, um, you know, and getting a credit score in Ireland, you know, you, you have to send away for it, and it comes back weeks later, and it costs eighty euros. Yes, yeah, so you think for me as well is that when it's American based software, it's going to be based towards the American market. Yeah. Exactly. And when so, when you, when you try and tell the Irish market, and he said forward criminal record, a criminal check, and a credit score, there are things that you normally see in America, not in Ireland. Exactly, they don't they don't exist in Ireland. So we're looking at what what does exist in Ireland, and how can we help you know the tenant, you know, kind of get it uh, provide them with a digital solution for that. Um, so the ID verification, the income uh, verification, are and the income verification that that open banking technology, it was you know, introduced by the EU and they approved it, you know, they, they actually brought it forward and allow all kind of people in the financial services sector to use this technology um, and it's regulated through the EU and it can be used with anyone with a, an EU bank account and a UK as well. Because yeah. for me at the moment, what you're doing is you've got a new product that no one else is doing and by the time somebody comes into the market and trying to cop what you're doing, you'll hopefully have progressed and brought further technology that they haven't got. Yes, <laughs> that's the that's the the, the, the idea, yeah. Because I, I can I've seen companies before that that they've got a head start because they were the first in the game, and w- when they're first in the game, they know the they know the, the where they're working inside out. Somebody new yeah. comes in the game 
might have money to, to do that, but they don't know the area that well. And they're assuming, sure. well, having money will help me help me do well, but that's not the case. Yeah. No, it's, um, I mean, you know, there, you could, um, you could, you know, like go out and have ID verification technology standalone, which probably exists. Yeah. You know, you can verify people's income, you know, using it, but you'd have to build it, you know, independently. Whereas we bring it all together. It's all in one nice little platform. Um, and we constantly be adding new features. We're adding new features all the time anyway. Um, so the idea is just to make everyone's life easier. Uh, and more secure. And before I finish off, one important question is, is there a cost involved in using Rent Dodo? No. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is, <laughs> what do you mean it's free? Um, it's it's always free for tenants. Um, we wanted to, you t- tenants, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're struggling at the moment to find accommodation to rent. Um, we want to be able to kind of allow them to use tenant search and apply for properties with this yeah. new tenant search feature for free. They can use that for free and it's free always. And similarly, the property manager can use tenant search and pre-screen candidates for free as well. So that, that that's the tenant search feature. We will introduce premium features for property managers, for landlords, uh, letting agents, room hosts, um, which will be you know the lease wizard, the inventory management, um, viewing scheduler, and, and other features like that. They will be premium features paid on a per property basis. Um, but the core feature at the moment, tenant search, is free and will always be free. Um, and we want that to become a standard way to approach renting, yes. um, to applying to rent uh, property in Ireland. And last is for off, where can we find uh, your website? Sure, it's uh, rentdodo.ie. Um, so it's free to sign up and it only takes a few minutes. And it's, uh, it's, it's live. All right, thanks so. for that, Connor. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.